This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Come here, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. He's Bradley hey. Trainer. Hey, can I interrupt you real yeah. quick? Will you, uh, before we get to the three to three, uh, I apologize. Will you share the, with the sure. audience what you just got? Yeah, so Jason Matheson from Jason and Alexis in the Morning just texted me and said, the background and locations will be real. This is of the live-action Lion King. Because we just had a question during the Dirt Alert update. Is Beyonce going to be do... dressed up like a lion? Yeah. Uh, the background and locations will be real with CGI animal characters. Which made me think that sounds a lot like Beauty and the Beast, which... Uh, uh, Not so much. Uh, I don't know. Listen, it's just a way for Disney to make more money. Durr. Like, let's just oh, accept it, it and move on. They need it with life. All right. Speaking of moving on, it is time for the three at twelve oh three. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things at twelve oh three. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does a dog mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Bradley, I am sure you are very excited to know that we now know the winner of the 2017 World Series. I am actually excited. Oh, good. Here's a ground ball right side. Could do it. The Houston Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. I suppose you are excited. Houston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my hometown team, you know, I always seem to live in places where the hometown team doesn't really do much. Mm. All right, guys. Uh, but Houston Astros, uh, also one of those teams historically. And frankly, uh, it's just good to see them in headlines, especially this year following, you know, the giant hurricane and flooding that followed. Um, and just knowing what everybody has been through in the last few months. Yeah, it's definitely a big uh, a big day for sure yeah. in Houston. Um, and I will tell you, I was awakened by the shouts and happiness of my husband. And my kids woke up this morning, first thing they wanted to know. So, really? uh, yeah, because... Oh, they like baseball. They love, my kids are obsessed with baseball. But also, again, the reason why this is headline news for the whole world is, again, Houston... One, first time in franchise history. That's huge and very exciting. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Oh. Star Wars, we got another teaser. Let's have a listen. Let the past die. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Darkness rises and light to meet it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Come on! This is not going to go the way you think.
I mean, mm. has there ever been a Star Wars teaser? Okay, except for those three. That you weren't super, just you got the chills yeah. from like always. I like listening again after I've already seen that thing half a dozen times. Now listening to it again, I'm just like, oh god. Anyway, I mean, I think the music just does that to you. Star right? Wars, the well, and all of the sound effects, the the just the iconic sounds really just trigger all sorts of feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I'm not alone, but Star Wars: The Last Jedi also premiered during uh, the Game Seven of the World's uh, series last night. But what the thing that I wanted to talk about was not this film, because of course we're excited. Of course we're going to go see it. Mm-hmm. Duh. Duh. Of course it's going to be good. Duh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, who knows, but I, I'm assuming. Anyway, the thing I wanted to share with you, Colleen, about Star Wars, did you see this story that Disney's got all sorts of requirements for the new Star Wars movie? And apparently that's anchoring some local uh, small independent theaters. Because they're requiring, and I'm assuming this is not Disney alone uh, when it comes to big blockbuster movies, but of this one in particular, we can say that uh, in order to show The Last Jedi, movie theaters are required to hand over 65% of ticket sale revenue, Mm -hmm. and uh, they have to play it in their largest auditoriums for at least four weeks. Now, if you're a big chain theater, presumably that's, that's fine. Yeah. But a lot of smaller chains are deciding not to show it because, well, they can't yeah. afford to just show one film on their big screen for four weeks. That's kind of, um, that is a little assy. And if you don't follow those terms, you will pay even more of a percentage of your ticket sales. So if you decide not to follow through with the requirements Disney's setting out, you're going to pay an additional 5%. That means that uh, Disney would take 70% of uh, your sales. Most most theaters usually send about 55 to 60% back to studios. So if you're ever wondering why it is so exorbitant to see a movie, I mean, that's part of the reason why, right? Because yeah. the theater doesn't get to keep all of the money, obviously. But then when big blockbusters like this come in and uh, Disney is demanding a larger cut of the percentage, woof! I'm still going to go see the dumb movie. Uh, and here it is behind door number one. We have to have a talk with uh, parents. Um, need you guys to stop doing something to your kids. Mm-hmm. Usually happens following Halloween. And if we could play a little bit of Jimmy Kimmel doing this to his uh, daughter most recently after Channing Tatum also did this to his child. Let's listen. This is fun. Um, even though Jimmy isn't here with us tonight, he recorded a little something this morning with his daughter, baby Jane, and he wanted us to share it. Jane, I have to tell you something. Last night while you were sleeping, mommy and I ate all your Halloween candy. <gasps> what? Oh, oh. But I said I one. Don't worry. We, all we left was Smarties. That's it. But we ate all the rest of it. Look. We ate it all. What do you think? Huh? It's it's ready! What, the waffles? Yeah. Oh. So, are you mad about the Halloween candy? No. You're not? No. Are you happy we ate all your Halloween candy? No. No. Are you... How are you feeling right now? Uh, mad. Mad? 
Yeah. yeah. What do you want to say? Sad. You mean sad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel told me to do it. So that's Jimmy Kimmel doing what is obviously his thing. He's done this for years. He's not the only one. People routinely videotaping uh, themselves, denying their children the candy Mm. that they got on Halloween. I mean, excuse me, that is the rudest thing ever. Oh, it's so horrible. I have a hard time with that. I think that is abuse. I actually... Um, I actually have a hard time with it too, and I always have, and I don't understand. And I don't say I was this. I going to ask you because you're a parent. Yeah. Like apparently, parents think it's hilarious, but you don't. Agree. I don't think it's funny at all, honestly. I and I have a hard time, and this is not. I'm not saying this in a, like out of judgment because it sounds like it is judgment when I say what I'm going to say. I don't understand what is funny about it, or what other parents find funny about it, or what people find funny about it. To me, it's just not funny. I don't. Um, I just don't, I just think it's so sad to see the faces of those children. I mean, it just hurt. Like, and to do it for your own amusement, (laughs) that's the part that I don't like about it. It feels so wrong. Yeah, no, and I feel like we've had these examples before where people have taken this to the extreme because this is the problem with the world we live in, right? So Jimmy Kimmel does this, and then some idiot, like, uh, you know. Like that one family, that mother and father who would pull those horrible pranks. And did you know they did get their kids taken away? Yeah. Yeah, they really did because they were pulling such huge pranks on them. Um, and uh, they were saying that the kids were in on them all along, but they weren't. And it was horrible. And they I mean, had it's this like YouTube channel they were making a ton of money off of. It's like something you and I would do like, hey, let's um, wake kids up and tell them that nuclear bombs went off in North Korea. Yeah. No. 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 Let's tell them their dog died. And you can tell me. No. You can tell me that it's not a big deal because it's just candy. But but it's just candy to you. Yeah. To your kids. It's remember also, their their worlds are smaller than ours. Can I also just point out like I am not the person like I'm actually the person who thinks your children should read fairy tales the mm-hmm. way they were written. Mm-hmm. You need to sit your children down mm-hmm. with the brothers Grimm mm-hmm. so that they can understand the hateful nasty world that we live in mm-hmm. and that they're about to grow up and arrive into. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm saying your children shouldn't have like brutal awakenings at some point, right? Or okay, maybe not brutal, rude awakenings mm-hmm. about reality. But like when you're a parent, like the one thing your children are supposed to be able to rely on is that you will, you know, be there for them. Mm -hmm. So like maybe say somebody else stole their candy, but don't. Because then they can't trust, trust you. you. Exactly. Especially they can't trust you, number one, because you you took their candy and then they can't trust you because you told them you were lying about taking their candy. I, I just it's unsettling to me and I don't like it. Yeah. So please save don't. Save the children, save the please. Children. If you're going to make fun of somebody, make fun of the parents. Exactly. By right? all means. By all means. Mm. Well, uh, when we come back, we've got one of our favorite parents coming in, but she's not doing anything kid related. She's going to give us the dirt. It's Elizabeth Reese yeah. with the dirt alert after this on Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Here to dish the dirt on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 is Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Hi, Bradley. Boy, it's nice to be with you this afternoon. Nice to have you. I've got some details on Harvey Weinstein and his relationship with his wife, Georgina Chapman, his mm. now estranged wife. So here's the big story from People Magazine right now. You know, Georgina Ch- Chapman announced that she was going to leave Harvey Weinstein following all of these allegations of sexual misconduct. You'll remember that at the very beginning, she said she was standing by him. Him. 
And then it was, oh, wait a second. <laughs> This is way worse than you said it was, Harvey.、Mm-hmm. I'm out. Uh, she has largely stayed out of the spotlight. And according to sources talking to People Magazine, that's how she wants to stay. Her plan is to keep staying low key. She's focused on her children and her business, which is Marquesa. She doesn't have any plans for public appearances. They have been in contact to discuss their two children, but this source is saying there is no hope of reconciliation, that she will never, never take him back. She's also hoping that her business can be saved. You know, Harvey Weinstein helped fund the launch of her fashion label Marquesa in 2004, and he would make actresses wear her designs. Now that he's in this scandal, nobody wants to wear them. Nobody's going to want to wear it. She's got to try to figure out what her next step for the brand is. You know, and the, I would actually, yeah, I, she, she needs, needs to, to rebrand, rebrand. And I think she needs to be at the front of that brand because I do think that people will, I mean, people will side with her. She said, as sort of a victim of his.、Uh, as well. in, in a statement to people, she said, My heart breaks for all the women who have suffered. So she made that statement three weeks ago. And、uh, this source is saying she's still shocked about all the women coming forward. She feels terrible. She is disgusted with Harvey and very angry. You know, I, I've thought about, I've given thought to this in the past. I mean, he strikes me as a bit of a narcissist. 100%. Right? A bit. Yeah. yeah. It, and I'm always curious about. Untreatable, by the way, narcissists. Oh, you know. 100%. And I, I'm always curious about women who fall in love with and marry a narcissist. Is, like, they were probably raised by narcissists. Well, I'm just curious about, you know, what the dynamic is there. The thing about、uh, narcissists is that they can be the most charming people、right. in the world. I was going to say, I don't think you can, you can、um, really fault someone if they do because narcissists、oh, not, are typically, I'm not suggesting yeah, you're faulting her. I'm, but I'm definitely not. I'm just curious about it. I just, I just think, or I, maybe you can't make blanket state, or you can't draw conclusions generally about that type because I think they are so. Charismatic, that yeah, you know, tricky devils, anybody would be susceptible to you know to being attracted to that. And, and a narcissist、yeah. will never admit that they're a narcissist, well, yeah, the most, they can't. I think the more, the more, um, like for me, the more interesting thing would be like once you realize that you are in that quicksand, right? What you do and how you react, yeah. Meaning, once you realize that your husband is a narcissist and you've gotten into something that perhaps you weren't aware of at、and、the time. And a rapist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and a rapist. And a rapist.、Uh, how you then preserve yourself. And、right. what you do going forward. And how do you ever trust somebody again? Right. Man, Absolutely. That's a tough, tough situation.、Uh, another guy, Brett Ratner.、So- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, Brett Ratner accused by several women, six women, in fact, 
in a Los Angeles Times article that details these terrible allegations by six women that Brett Ratner acted inappropriately, either sexually harassing or assaulting them. Among them, actresses Olivia Munn and Natasha Henstridge. Uh, he now has filed a defamation suit in Hawaii federal court against Melanie Kohler, who wrote a Facebook post referring to him as a rapist. Wait, say that again? He's filed a defamation suit. Against somebody who called him a rapist? Right. Right, oh, guys. That's I mean, his, talk about people who are completely losing sight of reality. Yeah. I mean, Harvey Weinstein did something quite similar yeah. in the way that he, uh, you know... Um, he was said he was going to sue the New York the, Times. Yeah, and the Weinstein group. Yeah. To, like, keep the his emails private. This is why I think you do. I think we're now getting to a point where people are going to have to be really thoughtful about how they deal with these things. And I would suggest that, you know, whether it's a business or whether it's a, you know, like Hollywood obviously has its own rules. But, you know, especially when these types of allegations come down, there should just be a policy in place because I think you're going to run really quickly into a thing where businesses and, you know, public brands are just going to want to run as, you know, quickly away uh, from this behavior and not yeah. necessarily address it. Like mm-hmm. they're so quick to protect themselves that right. they're losing an opportunity to deal with what's actually happening. To really take a critical look at their company culture. Right. So this, um, Brett Ratner's lawsuit describes the social media post as libel. Uh, this woman was not named or quoted in the LA Times report. Right. Okay. Melanie Kohler. She's a separate person. She says, um, that Ratner was a rapist on at least one night in Hollywood about 12 years ago, and Ratner preyed on me as a drunk girl and forced himself upon me. Ugh. Now, Brett Ratner is claiming that that's libelous and filed a defamation lawsuit. Okay, that is a very difficult thing to prove. You are go- He's going to have to prove that that specific Facebook post caused him to lose business, mm-hmm. lose money, lose his livelihood right where one would argue that the la times report that detailed the accounts of six women yeah i mean and you're allowed to say these things if they're true so he would have to prove that it's not true and that it caused him to lose right income and the uh, the the thing he's not thinking about in the short he's being very short-term minded in this uh regard because if a trial goes forward then it is it will be incumbent upon her to prove which means that they will then be able to go after him mm-hmm. and he will have to deal with it you know what i'm saying so there mm-hmm. will be a whole discovery phase and yeah. she will be able to he will be open to a lot of questions that he's not really thinking about having to answer that will then perhaps make him legally responsible in other uh, because again, like yeah. what I think is happening and what the same thing with Harvey Weinstein when saying he was going to sue the New York Times, it's like this. OK, you guys are all coming after me. I'm going to find this one little thing to bite back. Yeah. When it's just like, just take a beat. Can I and just, figure out what the real issue is? You guys assaulted women. Right. <laughs> That's the real issue. Can I just propose something to Hollywood? I just would like anybody who hasn't sexually harassed a woman to come forward now because I, I almost feel like that's a smaller party oh i feel the same way <laughs> don't you kind of feel like that right now well, it certainly is going to seem that way right now right yeah. because i guarantee these stories were all there mm-hmm. we're just now hearing about it right yeah 100 percent. busy phillips went on a twitter rant against brett ratner saying he was a garbage human I, I love that. By the word, way, that the way. is my favorite new insult. <laughs> she said Olivia Munn has been saying this for years and he has been disgusting about the allegations and to her for years. He is a garbage human. Mm. Yeah. There a you go. Those. 
Uh, Prince Jackson rushed to the hospital after oh. a motorcycle crash. Did you guys hear about this? No. This is no. a big story today. This is Michael Jackson's oldest son, Prince, taken to the hospital by ambulance this morning. Uh, he was riding his motorcycle on a on a wet Los Angeles street, you know, it was raining. So he was riding in light rain when he lost control of his bike. He's 20 years old. Um, Apparently an ambulance was called and he was taken to a nearby ER, but no broken bones. So after doctors checked him out, he was okay. And then he went to class. He's in college. Wow. So he zipped over to class. You know, they just did uh, an interview with him on the Today Show, like, yesterday or oh, maybe really? the day before yeah yeah i mean it's it, you know so he was already kind of in the headlines because of that speaking out about his relationship with his father and then now this Ugh. and then beyonce joins live action lion king know, she's I'm gonna be excited. nala how quickly know. can we get that music out right it's now gonna be so uh, the music good. yes the movie i don't know i know we'll just have to see thank okay. you elizabeth reese Let's just keep hope alive thanks friends yes. <laughs> see ya Catch your next Dirt Alert at uh, 520. And we need a caller for the 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. Coming up. My talk. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and we're doing everything entertainment right now. Bradley, it is time for our 30-second pop culture challenge. You have 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but only if you get them all correct. You love trivia. I do. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. Five questions in just 30 seconds. Five questions. Get them right and you'll win a prize. You can pass on a turn, but you'll come back to it soon. 30 Second pop culture challenge. Who's on the line, Colleen, and what are they playing for? Well, we've got Kelly on the line. Hi, Kelly. Hello. And today, Kelly, you are playing for, let me just get my trusty list here uh, to tell you what you're playing for. You're playing for a pair of tickets to attend the 10th annual Shop and Sip event benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities on Tuesday, November 14th at the Renaissance Minneapolis Hotel. Kelly, are you ready? I am ready. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. The phrase, the tribe has spoken, is the send-off for which reality show? Survivor. What is the name of the animated sci-fi comedy drama film released in 2002 about a Hawaiian girl and her unusual pet? Moana. Oh, no. Oh, Lilo and Stitch. RuPaul's drag queen competition show is called... Uh, uh, pass. Nikki Six is a rocker in what band? Uh, Molly Crew. Nick Offerman is married to this Will and Grace actress. Um. Oh, Kelly! Oh. <laughs> so almost <laughs> so <laughs> close. <laughs> oh, no, um, no. Megan, Ma- Megan, Megan Mullally. If only yes. you had a little more time. Oh, Kelly. Oh, no. Thank Your you for were too long, I think. <laughs> Thank you for playing, Kelly. Have a good day. Thank you guys. Bye. All right. Oh, we play that every day at 12:30. It's the 30-second pop culture challenge. We'll play again tomorrow. You will have another chance to win. Okay, Bradley, we have to talk about something. What's that? So remember Friday? Or mm-hmm. no, it wasn't Friday. It was oh my gosh, it felt like so long ago. It was only Tuesday of this week. It was the last day of October. Oh, how soon we forget. 
Well, good, um, because uh, this person deserves to be forgotten, Zach Efron. Um, oh, I'm not over it. I'm still tender. Okay. Tender vittles. <laughs> that sounded a little bit. Was that like, were you mocking a little bit? No. Oh, okay. I'm Was very, it real? very distraught that Zach Efron had a month to call us. And, and he never called. Well, you know, I, you should be even more distraught because I want you to open up uh, this article that I put there and look at the pictures of Zach Efron, who apparently had enough time to go to game seven of the World Series. Oh, and by the way, as he's on his way into the stadium, what's he doing? Bradley talking on the phone. He's on his phone. Not calling us. Yeah. We're not on the other end of the line. I saw these pictures and they didn't do anything but make me more angry. So hot. Stop it. Listen, Bradley. I can't help it. Nope. He's yes, you can. Knees. Look at his knees. His knees are poking through his jeans. He's got sexy knees. Okay. And that's not a word I would Look say. Look at me, please. That's not a body. I'm sorry. I'm emotional. What? Okay. I, one of us is, has to be stronger than the other right now. And I'm going to be the strong all right, one. Kelly Clarkson, do it. Um, we need, we need to let go of him. We burned all of his stuff on Tuesday, right? In a yeah. ceremonial burning of the Zac Efron stuff. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So, but we have to move on then. We are, okay. we are responsible to move on. And yeah. really the best way to get over a person yeah. is to get under another person. So what we need Ew, to do, what? haven't you ever heard that before? It basically means if you, you know, if you're, you need a rebound, we need a rebound. Oh, so you're saying we need a replacement boyfriend. We need a new oh. show boyfriend. D- done and done. What, how are we going to do this? Okay. Well, here's how we're going to do it. It's very simple. Okay. The audience is going to be able Auditions? to be involved. Hey. Kind of. Here's what we want people to do. We want people to call us at 651-641-1071. We are going to take nominations listener nominations for new show boyfriends okay and you can't just call in and like say a name and then hang up you have to build a case for this hottie okay if you and i bradley approve that this person can be like sort of admitted into the so the we, we just have to think they're a good idea yeah if we like okay. it all right i'm in then we will Let's accept it. it and then we'll do a poll on the website yes. and everybody can decide and tomorrow we will unveil who our new show boyfriend is rip it off come on give me some hotties call are we asking for calls yeah we're totally asking for calls. 651-641-1071 who's who's our replacement boyfriend yeah that's all we need to know yes. who should we replace i've got a list i'm gonna write okay well why don't do you have some ideas i'm not telling oh because I want to hear what listeners have to say. I what- mean, bonus points if we can, uh, if if there's a possibility they might call us. Because don't think for one second we're not going to try yeah, to get their attention. Yeah, don't make it like, um, well, first of all, don't make it Tom Cruise because gross. No, uh, but, he won't make it. But he the, wouldn't he call anyway. So it's got to be somebody more likely to call. And don't then just be like, Ken Barlow. I mean, we love Ken, yeah, but he's I'm like, pretty sure we could get Ken to sit on our laps, much less call in. Right. That Yeah, we we want a challenge, right? Like Because the, there's got to be a little bit of a challenge to the chase. Yeah. Right? Because that's sexy, right? Mm-hmm. When you got to, you know, work for it. Exactly. Why does this just feel gross this week? Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're objectifying men well, <laughs> in a way. But I don't know. You I, know... Um, I'm trying to think of an excuse to like make it better. Well, here's the, here's the, I'll make it better for you because, um, we're fabulous. We're awesome people. We're not David Copperfield. We're not going to touch things. We're not supposed to, uh, we're going to be very respectful of people's time and, uh, boundaries. You and I both, uh, are very well-educated, respectable people. I remember going to, um, 
a talk my freshman year of college that uh, discussed how pornography was a very um, inappropriate thing and it was, you know, very violent and anti-woman. And so what I'm saying is I'm very open to not being a creeper uh, with the exception of like for the purpose of radio. So now I hopefully made that case. And these people on the phone are going to just give us their best shot. Okay, we're going to take a couple right now. <laughs> and then, that uh, I ha- Yeah, that was good. I don't have You're any idea welcome. what you said. Okay, we're going to take these calls right now. Then we'll take a quick break and we'll take more calls oh, after sure. the break. Yeah. But let's take a couple right now. Okay. Nancy's on the line. Hi, Nancy. Do you have a suggestion for a new show boyfriend for us? Um, yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I am not placing the name. I can't remember. We'll um, help you. I'm having a junior moment. Describe Great. him. You went, to school, you went to school with this, um, actor. Oh, jo- um, he's from here. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, easy peasy, just get out of the way. Well, <laughs> thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> now let's tell Nancy why that's not happening. It's not happening because I you can't, it can't be somebody I actually know. Well, we actually know. Also, do you feel sexual towards no. Josh Hartnett? Also, he's like my husband's best friend, yeah, too. Awkward. I mean, awkward. But thanks. That's yeah, a great idea. But good idea. You're right. And he has been on the show before. So, again, not a challenge. Okay. Right? Yep. Okay, let's move on to Jackie. Jackie, nominations for our show boyfriend. Who do you Henry got? Henry Cavill. Oh, oh, oh my God. Okay. Look, look, look. Colleen. He's Superman. He okay. is Superman. Okay, Jackie, hold on, so hold on, funny. hold on, Jackie. <laughs> Colleen, what do I have written down right Henry here? Henry Cavill. Thank uh, you. Right, like top of his list, Top Jackie. of my list, Jackie. Henry okay. Cavill. Uh, heck yeah, bring yeah. him home. Oh, he's <laughs> bring so, him home. That man. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, I will tell you, in fact, we had this conversation, Colleen, and then let's go to break and then we'll bring the rest, if you're fine with yeah. that. Um, people continue to call. Give us your suggestions for who you think should be our new show boyfriend. But I wanted to tell you, I was at dinner mm-hmm. uh, during Zachtober yeah. with some friends and they were like, do you really love Zach Efron like you say you do? Or is that just for the radio? I was like, well, what benefit would that First be? of all, <laughs> exactly. Are, a, are you blind? Like, yeah. Like, Zach do you Efron? think I'm so like manipulative <laughs> that I'm like, I must have a fake boyfriend <laughs> on the radio. No, um, what I said was, well, of course I think he's hot, but if I was going to have my druthers, it would be Henry Cavill for the simple fact uh, that he's disgustingly hot, um, and he's older than Zac Efron, yeah. which adds a certain amount of he's appeal. He's more age-appropriate. And, uh, well, not even age-appropriate so much as he has more life experience, but but the reason I said we you know, don't go after him usually is because he's maybe not as well-known as Zac mm-hmm. Efron. But that could change. Yeah, he's getting there, man. All right, 651-641-1071. We are taking nominations for our new show boyfriend. Man-a-nations. Yeah, man-a-nations. Man-a-nations. <laughs> we'll be back after this with your nomination. Man-a-nations on My Talk 1071. Back. Bradley, we need our friend's help. We need a new show boyfriend. Wow. Oh, you We're went straight there. doing Okay. Okay. I mean, it ain't going to be nobody ugly. That's true. So I we would like an ugly boyfriend said no one ever, unless they were rich. We are taking your nominations at 651-641-1071. And then we're going to compile those nominations that have been approved by us. We will put a poll up on our website at mytalk1071.com. It will be open for 24 hours tomorrow. At this time, we will announce... Our new show boyfriend. Yeah, all right. So let's get right to the phones, please, because I need hot men names. Names now. Let's so far, go to... can I just recap? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
we have Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is all we have. That's it, because okay. we didn't approve Josh Hartnett because yeah, it's a no, little too close to home. not happening. Let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi, Mary. Who do you have so for I, us? I was thinking, I know this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's a long shot normally, but I think there are circumstances that we can get him. Justin Timberlake. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is I like so that. good. And he's going to be here for the Super Bowl. Yes. He's going to have to do promotion. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, if he's I smart, the celebrity would show up on the, I don't know, celebrity radio station. I mean, not saying, just saying. <laughs> also, his wife kind of owes us because she's from here. I mean, I. There you go. I just, no, I know no. that's not actually true, but I'm going. I mean, she is from here. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. She doesn't owe us anything, but I just, you know. I like to own her. Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Who's your nomination for our new show boyfriend? Okay, Bradley Cooper, because he's smart, he's good-looking, and he speaks French. Oh, okay, Bradley okay. Cooper. All right, we're putting right. him on the list, Lisa. Wait, do we you don't appro- sound too excited. Well, let me ask Bradley. Do we approve of that? I do, because I, mean, I have a crush on him. Um. Okay, Bradley. Let's keep him on the list for now and see what else we okay. come up with, because I think... And uh, thank you, thanks, Lisa. Listener, Lisa. Uh, I would say let's let's keep this at an easy five. So let's pick our top five. So I'm fine with you putting them on the list. I just need to hear what the other options are. I'm being picky. It's like when I go to the buffet. I'm just because I'm eating a lot doesn't mean I'm eating crap. Honey, I've seen you eat at a buffet. I don't eat the bad stuff. I don't eat white rice at a buffet. Let's go to Dodie. Hi, Dodie. Hi. Who do you nominate for our oh new show God. boyfriend? Yummy, yummy Shamar Moore. Oh, he actually is him way girl. Yes. Okay, we're putting him on the list. Yeah. I'm fine with that anyway, yeah, is what I'm saying. Uh, because I don't know if you've seen him on the beach before. With his shirt uh-huh. off? Well, I'm okay. just saying. Uh-huh. Thank, yeah, he's hot. Thank you, Dodie. Okay, on the list. He's made it on the list. We still Give have me others. Shamar. <laughs> no? Okay. No, I actually like that. Hi, Anne. Hi. Who should we put on uh, our list of potential show boyfriends? I think you should put uh, Jasper from the Royals on your list. I can't remember his real life name, but he is really good looking. Okay, we have to look him up. The Royals. Um, But you know what I like about this, Anne, is that he probably is a moderate unknown. Ooh, Tom Austin, and he's English. Ooh, Ooh. I like British guys. Okay, okay. So this is kind of good. You know, I like I like where you're going with this because thank you, Anne. Um, because if he's kind of not well known. Bradley? Oof. Not ugly. Okay, what's his name again? Tom Austin, A-U-S-T-E-N. Oh, that's the problem. Uh, don't look up photographs for Tom Austin with an I-N. Why? Well, I'm just saying you're not going to get... Ew! You're just not going to get the, this guy. I feel bad for Tom Austin. <laughs> oh, this guy has some strong brows, too. All right. Okay, let's go to Tanya. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Hi, well, I'm with Dodie Shamar Moore. Okay. 
but also Chris Evans. Oh, Chris God. Evans. I mean, Chris Evans, I would marry him. Wow. But they're both known for doing surprise fan show up See, like, Oh, this is Thank good. you so much, Tanya, for putting Tanya. him on the list. Like, there are men that I just want to spend the night with. And then there's and the ones then you there's want to marry? Ma- ones that I would marry, and I would marry Chris Evans. Okay. All right. Like, okay. I would let him carry me over the threshold, which he I could. would like to paint the picture for you. I'm 6'2 and mm-hmm. not a small person. <laughs> but he could do it. Yeah. Let's go to Elaine and then let's pare down this list. Hi, Elaine. Hi. How are you guys this morning? Good. Afternoon? We're good. Very good. Uh, who would you like to nominate for a new show boyfriend? I would like to nominate Idris Elba. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a good one. He's tall, dark, handsome, and British. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That, that checks off a, checks lot a lot of lists. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. all right. Elaine, thank you for that. Idris. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, so. Are we, we need how to are, where are we at? Well, we've got, well, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Why not? Oh, I mean, we can. I just, Okay, know. so let me just recap. If you, um, or I can uh, take the calls, but I was just going to let you know, guys, if you're just joining us, that um, we're doing this uh, thing. Okay, we just want a hot boyfriend, radio boyfriend, and it was Zach Efron, but he failed us. Because he ignored us. But I want you to understand something. When we commit to having a radio boyfriend, we're not just committing to like, hey, we really love this guy. He's awesome. You should go see his movies. Like, I will buy his clothes. I, it's true, because you've done that. Yeah, and I and then, and then I won't tell my partner how much money I actually spent on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the level commitment. of commitment you're getting. Exactly. You sound like we're doing an infomercial for show boyfriends. But wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, let's go to Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Hey, how's it going? Good. Do you have a nomination for a new show boyfriend? I do. I hope it hasn't been said yet, but what about Mr. Channing Tatum? Oh, uh, that's... Duh. That's great. I think That's... he's a, I think he's a player too, and I mean that in the best sense of the word. Like he would play along. I agree. I think so too, Miranda. Thank you for that. Absolutely. But we'd have to have like I I feel like the reason we dropped the ball last time around, or balls, if you want to just be real plain Who's about balls? it, Zach's, Zach's uh huh, is because we didn't have a charity tie-in. Because I'm um, telling you, it's very big these days to have a charity yeah. tie-in. That's how celebrities, because then they can do things to not be like, oh, I'm getting attention for myself. Right. Then they can it's be like, for I'm doing attention for charity. You know, and think about this with Channing Tatum. Oh, I just Googled him again. He's so He's so hot. Beautiful. With Channing Tatum, oh. we could have January. I'm just saying. That's an option. So let's, okay, Bradley, let's, let's narrow this down real quick. Okay. So I'm going to go through. They have to have both of our thumbs up in order to get through to the next round. Okay. And then we're going to put up a poll on the website. Okay. okay. Henry Cavill, thumbs up. Oh, yes. I give a thumbs up to that. Okay. Justin Timberlake. I think that's just smart. I give a thumbs up to that one as well. Bradley Cooper, I'm feeling a no from you already. Uh, but without you know, even... if you feel strongly, we, we can put them on. No, I don't feel strongly enough to put them on. Okay. Shamar Moore. Yes. Yes. I'm yes, too. Okay. That Jasper guy from the Royals. Meh. Okay. Like he's hot and everything, but I don't know him well enough. Chris Evans. And like if somebody. I can't. If, Chris Evans is a yes. Yeah. Idris Elba is a yes and Channing Tatum is a yes. Fine. We got six. Okay. That's good. Okay. So we're going to throw those up on the website. We're going to make a post. We're going to make a poll. We're going to ask all of you lovely listeners to go to our website at mytalk1071.com. You're going to vote on who you think should be our new show boyfriend. And then we will announce it tomorrow. Uh, we will, and I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, somebody who is listening, who weighed in on this, Colleen, yeah. and they seconded 
uh, the Shamar Moore, and that's our good friend Erin Schwab. She said, oh, God, yes, someone called in and suggested Shamar Moore the same time I oh, tweeted. Oh, that's so, good. See, that's perfect. So I think we're on to something there. We also got this email who uh, from Jennifer who said, I just heard you talking about needing new guys to crush on, and I thought you needed some theme music for your segment. She said that there's a, a song, Potential New Boyfriend, by uh, Dolly Parton. Do you know this song, Bradley? And she says this would be the perfect theme song for our new show boyfriend. What? Um, yeah, she wants us to have a theme song, and I'm going to play oh, a little of it for okay. you right Go now. Yeah, in just a moment, right here. Yeah, do it right now. I mean, already it's got like a nice little disco vibe. Unfortunately, we don't have time to get to the hook because we got to get to the break. Oh, well. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to an actual real hot man. We've got a real life stripper and he's going to school us on all of our stripper questions after this. Some thunder from down under. My Talk 107.1. Everything. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love 